It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, October 6th, 2016. We have about a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a gale watch in effect from this afternoon through this evening. And while our own weather ramps up a bit in keeping with the season here, major weather is happening on the East Coast. A killer hurricane is headed for Florida and points north, making landfall today. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, let's uh, take a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have six inbounders, we have four in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have three outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Atlantic Legend, arriving from offshore, headed for Astoria's Anchorage off the downtown waterfront. She'll be heading to Kalama eventually to pick up corn, soy, or wheat. She'll arrive in Astoria's Anchorage at about 5.30 a.m. today. And we have another cruise ship in town, the Explorer of the Seas, a really big one, over a thousand feet long. So if you thought the others were big, wait till you see this one. She is arriving from San Francisco, headed for the port of Astoria. She'll be there this morning and she will be around all day. So uh, look for a big cruise ship uh, over by the port and visitors walking around town, probably in the rain, as you'll see in the forecast. Next inbound is the Rapallo. She is a bulk carrier arriving from South Korea, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She's going up river to pick up wheat, but she'll stop in the Anchorage and drop her anchor for a bit at about 1 p.m. The Green Cove is arriving from Vancouver, British Columbia, headed for Vancouver, Washington. She's a car carrier with brand new Subarus on board. She'll pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arrive in Vancouver at about 7.30 p.m. The Darling River arrives from Vancouver, B.C., headed for Vancouver, Washington. She's going to the port there to pick up copper concentrate. She'll pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m., arriving in Vancouver by about 7.30 p.m. And the star Lindesness is arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for Vancouver, Washington. She'll pass Astoria around 5.30 p.m. and arrive in Vancouver by about 11 p.m. today. And uh, Vancouver, B.C. is a is frequently a place where ships, they come to us from there. And part of that is uh, because they're making a run down the coast. But with some ships, they come across the Pacific on a great circle route from Asia. And they kind of cross, uh, kind of curve around by Alaska, end up in Puget Sound. And then uh, in the case of the car carriers, that the um, Green Cove probably dropped off some of her Subarus in Puget Sound at a port there. And now she's heading down to the Columbia River to Vancouver, and then she'll head down to California and deliver the rest and then return to Asia. So she's a dedicated car carrier, uh, I think always carrying Subarus, but at least when they make a run with one brand of car, these vessels, they, they hop from one port to another, delivering some in every port that they go to. In the Astoria Anchorage, the Jin Zhu Hai is headed for Kalama today. Uh, corn, soy, or wheat will be her cargo when she gets there. Departing around noontime, arriving in Kalama, maybe around 5 p.m. That leaves three vessels awaiting orders in the Anchorage, the Trans-Pacific, the Alpha Afovos, and the Shandong Hai Chang. And eventually, those ships, too, will head upriver, pick up cargoes, and we will see them on the outbound schedule heading downriver and out to sea. Speaking of which, we have three outbounders today. The first one is the Grace One, leaving Vancouver carrying wheat at about 7.30 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 1.30 p.m. The Capitola is leaving Vancouver with wheat on board at about 8 a.m. today. That should put her past Astoria around 2 p.m. And the Nord Pegasus, leaving Kalama with corn, soy, or wheat on board, departing about 5 p.m. You might see her running lights going by the Astoria waterfront around 10 p.m. 
Well, today our weather is getting a little bit rowdy. We have that gale watch happening at least through late tonight. South winds 5 to 10 knots, gusting to 15 knots, rising to 15 to 20 and up to 25 in the afternoon. Wind waves from the south 3 feet high at 5 seconds. West swells 5 feet high at 9 seconds apart. And rain is in the forecast for the afternoon. Well, I've been checking out the forecast um, for the past few days, um, looking at the weather on the East Coast, and some terrible things have been happening with a very, very powerful storm that is now supposed to hit Florida today and make its way up the East Coast of the U.S. So uh, even though I love to talk about the weather, it's one of my favorite maritime subjects. Today's story is already tragic. Lives have been lost because of this powerful Hurricane Matthew. It's already caused great damage and loss of life in the Caribbean, now is heading for Florida, as I said. So I thought I'd talk with you about hurricanes a little and why they can be so dangerous. We certainly are no strangers to bad weather here, but a hurricane is sort of a special animal and can be very dangerous. Hurricane season is happening in the Caribbean and off the coast of Florida right now. So every year hurricanes form and experts expect to see some of that activity, but this one is big. In fact, the story that I'm about to read to you calls it the fiercest storm in the Caribbean in nearly a decade. Here are some excerpts from that Reuters story about Hurricane Matthew. Hurricane Matthew churned toward the Bahamas and Florida's east coast on Wednesday after killing at least 21 people in Haiti and prompting the hard-hit country to postpone a long-awaited presidential election. The hurricane, the fiercest Caribbean storm in nearly a decade, whipped Cuba and Haiti with 140-mile-per-hour winds and torrential rains on Tuesday, pummeling towns and destroying livestock, crops, and homes. In the United States, millions of people were urged to evacuate the southeastern coast, and Florida Governor Rick Scott warned residents to prepare for a possible direct hit that could be catastrophic. Hundreds of thousands of people had been evacuated from the path of Matthew, which caused severe flooding and killed four people in the Dominican Republic, as well as 21 in Haiti. The storm carved a path of devastation through western Haiti, dumping boats and debris on coastal roads, hit by surging seas and heavily flooding residential areas. Matthew was a Category 4 hurricane through Tuesday, but was downgraded to a still powerful powerful Category 3 on early Wednesday. That's according to the U.S. National Hurricane Center. So here we have this humongous storm spinning its way through that area of the of the Atlantic and uh, causing great damage. Now it's headed for Florida, and the, the uh, expectation was that the storm was going to increase in intensity um, overnight and early today before it made landfall in Florida. So uh, let's talk a little bit about hurricanes. Um, as I said, we certainly get lots of bad weather here, but we don't usually get hurricanes that are huge, huge, heavy, cyclonic storms like these. So I, I did a little bit of digging online, and I found a pretty good explanation from a website called reference.com about why hurricanes are so dangerous. So let me read you this. Hurricanes are dangerous because they have high winds, of course, we know that, torrential rains and storm surges. Individually, these dangers can pose a threat to one's life and damaged property, but they can cause widespread destruction when they are combined, and that is part of the issue with hurricanes. The storm surge often causes more damage than any other part of a hurricane. As a hurricane moves closer, closer to the shoreline, winds force water toward the shore. 
When the storm reaches shallower waters near a coast, a great deal of water piles up and it ends up going on shore. During a hurricane's landfall, five to 10 inches of rain can often fall. That's part of, um, because hurricanes are subtropical in nature, they carry a lot of moisture with them. And so five to 10 inches of rain within a matter of hours is more than most areas can handle. Now, hurricanes can have winds that range from 74 to 155 miles per hour or more, and that can cause a lot of structural damage, as as certainly we know from seeing the um, various bad storms here, including the one in um, 2007 that brought us 145 uh, uh, mile-per-hour winds here in this area. So um, a hurricane is big. It brings a lot of rain. It brings uh, just absolutely unbelievable rain. And that is part of what Florida is facing right now. If you have any family there, as I do, keep your fingers crossed for them because it's going to be a heck of a day as that storm hits. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.